All right, welcome back to another episode of Sports Pulse Podcast. It is a nice, awesome Friday. We have a lot of exciting games coming up this weekend. Well, only four, but they're still exciting nonetheless. That's what we're going to talk about today. So, Nick, let's jump right into it. What's the first matchup we're going to talk about? Uh, so, I think we'll go in order from uh, games that we'll see. Uh, so, we'll start with the Rams-Packers game, which will be at 4.35 Saturday. That is Eastern time. Who you got? Mm, it's a tough one. Uh, really? I like both teams. I like I like both teams in this matchup. I think the Packers pull it out, but I think it's going to be a close game. Honestly, I, I'm going to give the edge to the Rams defense here, and I think that they keep it somewhat close enough. And now that we are another, another week into Jared Goff's recovery, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays a little bit better than he did last week. Um, Packers defense is not great. It's good. It's it's definitely well enough to hold a team down. But I want to see Cam Akers have a repeat performance of what he did last week. And I think that gives the Rams a chance. Um, I say it's probably a close-ish game where, you know, we're talking about like a seven three-point win by the Packers, probably in that 20 to 30 range. That's bold, my friend. I'm gonna have to strongly disagree with that one. Uh, I, I, I can't argue. I've, I've liked Cam Akers throughout the season, but dude, I don't know if you've watched Rams football for the last couple of weeks. They just can't do anything on offense. I mean, besides Cam Akers, he's been their lone bright spot this year for them. I think uh, earlier in the season they might have had some success with golf, but I have not been impressed by either their wide receivers down the home stretch with uh, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. I think I thought Cam Akers came into his own and is starting to become a star in his own, uh, taking over Todd Gurley's role. But I, I don't think there's any way that the Rams come out with this game. I mean, Aaron Donald likely to play, uh, which is good for the Rams defense. I like you said, the Rams arguably have the best defense in the league. If not, it's top two or top three, with, along with uh, Baltimore and uh, Miami. But you know, we'll see them try and stop Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, even if them holding Aaron Rodgers, we saw A.J. Dillon's uh, a serviceable backup. Uh, Aaron Jones, obviously, he'll run the ball well. Uh, Jamal Williams, he's going to also run the ball. So they have three good running backs if Aaron Rodgers is not getting going to run the ball with. And then maybe they can get the play action and get Aaron Rodgers into a groove. I really don't think it's going to be a problem. We've seen Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. You know how clutch he is. We know how good he is when... He's in crunch time like he will be in the playoffs. Obviously, Green Bay will be at home. I'm not sure if there's going to be any fans, but I don't really think it's going to matter. Uh, I think Green Bay takes this one by a long shot just because of how good their offense is and how bad the Rams' offense is. Yeah, I was kind of going that way all week. I had that feeling that I think it would just be a blowout and that the Rams wouldn't even be able to compete. But, I mean, like the Rams did put up 30 points. Um, yeah, but the Seahawks yeah, defense isn't Seattle, good. Like, They're not Seattle. good. They've been historically, not historically bad, but they've been league bottom in, in the past, and they've been bad in the run, too. Their defense is not good. I mean, they're still better than Better than Green Detroit. Bay? Yeah, off, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are better than Detroit. I mean, like, the, uh, the Seahawks defense is better than Detroit. Yeah, obviously. That's because the thing is, I've always hated on the Rams. I, I don't really like them that well in the playoffs, but I, I think they're coming off a big game that meant a lot to them in a way um, because it was a division rival. Um, also, uh, also, wow, I still can't speak English, apparently. <laughs> Day um, two and strong. Yes. Also, 
gives them a little bit of confidence knowing that, hey, we went in with a backup quarterback who still has a LinkedIn, you know, page, and then he gets knocked out on a cheap hit. And then your quarterback who had, you know, surgery 10 days prior, who had pins put into his thumb, was serviceable enough to win against, obviously, a playoff team. Um, you know, Seattle's not great, but, you know, they were 11 and, or, yeah, no, they were 12 and 4. Or 11 yeah. 5. They were 11 5. No. Don't. Obvious, or were they 12 4? I don't know. I Whatever they were, were, that's still a lot. That's good enough. Um, you know, so that, that means they're a decent team. I mean, they were definitely a more first half team this season, but regardless enough, uh, they made the playoffs. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think it'll be a close game, kind of, but I, I still agree with you that the Packers win. I want you to, but before I go on to anything else, I want you to hold that same energy that you just said about the division, division win, you know, being underdogs. I want you to hold that same energy when we talk about the Kansas City game, all right? I'm going to hold you to that. Good. You I will. Want you, I want you to hold that same energy. You should. Okay. That's fine. Because I just want to know. Uh, before we move on from this game, I just want a score prediction. Um, I'm going to give it probably a 30. Oh, 27 kind of game, 23, I don't know, 24, it'll be interesting. So you're going 30, 24? 30, 31, 24. 30, 24, not 31? Nah. 30, 24. 30, 24. That's, 24. You think the Rams put up 24 points? All right, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Green Bay 24, LA 10. I think they're good for one touchdown. I'm not very confident in them. That's all about all I'll give them. All right, so we're going to move on to the next game that's going to take place Saturday night at 8.15. Obviously, once again, that is Eastern time for us. Uh, it'll be Buffalo and Baltimore, which we both think will probably be the most exciting offensive game uh, that we will see over the weekend, at least definitely on Saturday. Uh, Joey, who you got? Um, I have the Bills, and I, don't know, I know you're not going to like this very much. Um, I like the Ravens in this matchup. I, I do. Mm, I um, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've kind of hated on the fact that Lamar can't perform in the playoffs, but I think that after watching them the last few weeks, I feel like they're at a point where they don't really care whether or not Lamar can throw the ball. They're so sound with the way that they run their offense, you know, using, you know, the run game, which is good in a playoff environment. And then when they get into the red zone, being able to have these, you know, run pass options that, you know, make it hard for people to stop. I mean, they have five, you know, legitimate options to go to in the red zone, you know, whether it's Lamar or J.K. Dobbins. They have Mark Andrews at a tight end who is really capable of, uh, you know, who is also really good in, you know, catching the balls against people in traffic. Uh, they have, you know, Marquise Brown, who's quick, you know, slants and stuff, flies are really good with him. And then they also have Michael Miles Boykin, who is another – you know, big body receiver who honestly is kind of underrated um, because they just don't throw the ball that much. But in my opinion, I, I think the Bills kind of take this game. Um, I think they're, they're just too strong. Uh, it might be a close game. I, I have it going 38-35, which is a lot of points. Um, it's, it's a high-scoring game, but I think that's what we're going to be expecting. So I don't know. I, 
just for anybody that doesn't want to do the math on that, that is a combined 73 points that my friend, my co-host, has predicted uh, for this game on Saturday night. I can agree with the Buffalo pick. I have the Bills winning also. I have them charted down as a lot uh, lesser of a combined score. My combined score is going to be 52. I have the Buffalo Bills beating the Baltimore Ravens 31-21. to uh, like I said, I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to keep saying it until they lose. The Buffalo Bills are the hottest team in the NFL, and their offense looks pretty unstoppable. They have a lot of weapons, and they very creatively get their weapons the ball, whether they do end-arounds, screenplays, they get them down the field. They have multiple deep threats. Uh, we've seen the Ravens' secondary struggle with slot receivers, and we're going to see Cole Beasley hopefully going to be you know closer to 100% than he was last week. And I think Cole Beasley is a lot... Uh, more of an upgrade to most slot receivers than teams have. Uh, we're going to see. I'm predicting him to probably have a really big day. Obviously, no Zach Moss for Buffalo. He's landed on the IR, so he's going to miss the rest of the playoffs uh, if Buffalo moves on, which I believe they will. So we'll have Degan, Devin Singletary in the backfield, and then obviously whatever backups they bring up uh, with them. So I think we'll see Josh Allen be their leading rusher again, which is fine for Buffalo at this point in time because Josh Allen, he's a hard tackle, and he runs the ball hard. He's not afraid to go run someone over, which is good for the playoffs, but uh, hopefully he doesn't get hurt doing it. So for now, I think it's okay for Buffalo, and we'll probably see that. Uh, I just don't – I know you like their offense. I don't love Baltimore's offense. I think Buffalo is going to come in with a game plan to stop Lamar and stop the run. They'll stop J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards and those guys. Uh, and I think we're going to see Buffalo force them to throw the ball because we all know they have a very talented secondary in Buffalo, and I think we'll see that really, really make Lamar struggle. I also don't think Lamar's that great of a passer. I don't think he's a very prolific passer. So we'll see him struggle against a very good secondary, and I think that'll be just enough for Buffalo to get away with the win. I also think it'll be a close game. I have them within 10 points, not three like you. Uh, but I still think it'll be a close game, and I think it'll be a fun game to watch. Yeah, and you know I understand the whole thing about Lamar not being able to throw the ball, and I'm I'm with you. I, I he he cannot throw the ball down the field. Um, and he doesn't throw for a lot of yards. But the thing about him is he he's pretty accurate for the most part in terms of completion percentage, at least. Um, you know, watching him is I feel like is a different story. Um, but he tends to do a lot better than what I realize he does, at least throwing the ball. Um. And if they're winning, I, I can't, you know, knock that um, because, you know, if he's throwing for, you know, 180 yards, but he has three touchdowns and no picks, you know, it's kind of hard to be like, well, you suck. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think the Bills, like you said, are going to take care of it and uh, the, we'll just watch the rest of it play out. Yeah, I think it'll be an exciting game. Uh, I'm very excited to watch that game a lot more than I am to watch Green Bay in Los Angeles. Uh, the Sunday games will probably be a lot better. Uh, but I think that'll be a fun game to watch. Speaking of the Sunday games, we're going to move on to the first game on Sunday, which will be at 3.05 Eastern time. It'll be Kansas City Chiefs versus the Cleveland Browns. Now, before you say anything, remember what I said about keeping that energy that you said about the Rams? I want to hear you, you know, play with that with Cleveland's. Uh, I don't expect you to pick Cleveland, but I want you to, you know, same energy here. Oh, I actually have more energy with the Browns than with the Rams. I do. I do. Um, I'm not going to pick Cleveland to win because I, I just, I think that the Chiefs are too good for that. But, and I said this on Monday when I was talking about the 
Browns after the Steelers game. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw, I don't know, I guess an upset or just a really close game. I think the Browns, I don't want to call them a legitimate team because I think that they were kind of, you know, fake with their 11 and 5 record, but they're not a bad team. Um, you know, Baker, in my opinion, is not a great quarterback, but he gets the job done, at least in, you know, their offense. Um, they have two really good running backs uh, in terms of, you know, playing ability. Uh, I, I really like Nick Chubb. You know, they have, they have decent wide receivers. You know, wide receivers are athletic enough to get it done. But for me, I really like their defense. Um, you know, I, I think they're really young, which makes them kind of underrated in a way. Um, because they tend to give up some big plays because, you know, they're inexperienced. But I, I, I like their athleticism on that side of the ball. Obviously, Miles Garrett um, is really good. I, I think that, you know, they have athletic linebackers. Um, you know, Mac Wilson has started to play really well this year, and I, I, that's exciting for me. I think he's a really good player. Um, he was really good at Alabama. I'm not surprised. Um, you know, they have Denzel Ward, who – he's probably the fastest person they have on that side of the ball to try and keep up with Tyreek Hill. Um, and I'm not saying that I think he could cover them, him one-on-one, but if you're going to have to, I would give him that shot. I don't know if they're going to end up going with the shadow technique. They probably won't because of how explosive the Chiefs are, um, that you need to worry about everybody, not just one person. But... I think it'll be an interesting game. I still think the Chiefs, you know, win this. I think Patrick Mahomes comes out after what I would call a poor ending to his um, regular season and really, you know, kind of knock him in the teeth. Give me a score. Uh, I'm going to go with probably 31-24. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I know some people are going to absolutely despise what I'm about to do. But I'm a, for argument purposes, I'm going to choose the Cleveland Browns to win this game. Um, I have quite a couple things to say about this matchup. First things first, I think the Browns play a lot better when they have a lead. You saw that last week. Now, I don't think it's going to be even close to that big of a lead. I don't think the Chiefs spot them 28 points. But I think the spot the Chiefs will spot them seven to ten points, and I think we've seen Baker the games that he's played well this year, and there haven't been a lot, but the games that he's played well this year, we've seen him play well because of he has a lead, he's comfortable, uh, his running backs get going. Uh, the running backs are the next two points. The Chiefs uh, have struggled. We've seen it all year. We saw it last year. We saw it in the playoffs last year. We'll see it again t- uh, tomorrow, or I-, I should say Sunday. Uh, we'll see it then. The Chiefs struggle to stop the run. Their linebackers are not very great. They have one very prolific defensive lineman, although they have two Pro Bowls on the D-line. I'm not really sold uh, <laughs> about the other one, but uh, that's for a different time. Uh, the Chiefs really struggle to stop the run, and I think if the Browns get a defensive score, they get a special team score, they get a short field, and they put the ball in the end zone early, and they get a lead, I think the Browns might be really set to play this game. Now, my other point is I know Kansas City is really explosive, but keep this in mind. The Chiefs haven't played meaningful football 
in three weeks. The last time we saw Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and Tyron Matthew and all those guys was against the Atlanta Falcons, where they struggled to barely pull off a win, a win they shouldn't have had because A.J. Terrell dropped a, an interception in the end zone, although it was a hard interception. He still dropped it, uh, and the Chiefs went and fired a touchdown on the very next play to win that game 17-14. to Atlanta's a bad team. There's no way around that, as much as that pains me to say. Atlanta's a bad team. So we haven't seen the Chiefs play meaningful football in three weeks, and I think they're going to be rusty, and I think they're going to spot the Browns a couple of a couple of possessions worth of scores, and I think we'll see the Browns really establish the run while they have the lead, and I think they'll be able to close this game out. I have it down Cleveland 31, Kansas City 27. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, I also just, you know, this is just for argument purposes. I really don't think... That Cleveland's going to win, but that's my scenario if Cleveland's going to win. I'll still pick them just because, why not? So I have Cleveland winning 31-27. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of say, like, I can see where you're coming from. The last time the Chiefs won will be almost a month ago from the point that they're going to be playing on Sunday. And that was versus the Saints. And honestly, that was when you were facing the comeback of Drew Brees, who started the game off awful. But then they ended up coming back, and he still threw for 325 yards and, you know, three touchdowns. So I, I don't really know. Um, I mean, the week before that, they played well versus Dolphins. Um, well, well, they played well in the second half. They had second one half, exactly. I, I, I really don't know. I, I don't think they're as strong as they were last year, um, which is shocking so because I think they should be stronger. But yeah. – um, I just don't see it. I think that we're looking at a kind of make it or break it game for the Chiefs right now. Um, I think that the Browns are a team that most people sleep on, but they shouldn't be, and they saw that. And they last perform week. better when they are slept on. Keep that in exactly. Mind. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about um, you know a team that where they wanted to bench their quarterback after starting you know pretty decent in the season. Um, just because they thought he wasn't playing well enough. And then he goes out and throws for, you know, 300 plus yards and four touchdowns. And then Against last week, the Titans who were a playoff team. Exactly. And then we come out, you know, last weekend, even us, we doubted them, you know, going up against the Steelers um, who at that, you know, after beating them in week 17 would have everybody um, back, but we saw it happen. Um, I mean, the first quarter, you might not see that again for a, while where a team just you know kind of flips over everything and you know like you said just gives away 28 points but i don't know i think that the browns are probably a good team to face the chiefs right now yeah i think they are because of how dominant they can be on the ground yeah uh, all right, so our last final game will be at 6:40 eastern time on sunday night uh, which will be the long awaited Long-awaited rematch between 40-plus-year-old Drew Brees and 40-plus-year-old Tom Brady. It'll be New Orleans against Tampa Bay. Uh, we saw both of these teams play. Obviously, they're both in the NFC South. Uh, New Orleans took care of business very easily, uh, both at home and on the road in Tampa Bay. Uh, will we see a repeat, Joey? In my opinion, yes. I, I think that, you know... Given that the first time they played uh, earlier in the season, they beat them 
34-23 in the first week, and then they beat them 38-3 in November. I I just, I think that their team is too good. Um, You know, I think that the Buccaneers, despite all their experience with, you know, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, um, and they've looked, as much as the Panthers say, they looked okay in the last few weeks, but they almost did lose to Washington last week. Like, let's not put them on that pedestal like, oh, Tom Brady, you know, so good, so good. Where in reality, they almost lost to a 7-9 and nine Washington football team that was had a, a four-string, you know, quarterback who, by the way, balled the crap out. I don't know. I think you should almost be scared because you're facing the New Orleans Saints who have – uh, the leading passer of all time, um, the most accurate passer of all time, uh, a running back who has the capability of scoring six touchdowns in a game. Um, you know, would you like me to add on? Their defense plays better than, you know, listed. Uh, they're, they're young. Their secondary has Marshawn Lattimore, who isn't playing great, but can definitely play up to that level. Um, you know, I think they're a force to be reckoned with. Um, like I said, they're my pick to get to the Super Bowl. I, I think that they take care of the Buccaneers. Yeah, uh, like you said, you know the Bucks might have looked good down the stretch, but they didn't play anybody good down the stretch. Keep that in mind. I mean, they're taking care of business against bad teams. We saw them beat Atlanta twice down the stretch. We saw them beat a really bad Detroit defense uh, on Thanksgiving. Uh, no, that wasn't Thanksgiving. Sorry, that was the week after Thanksgiving. But, you know, we saw them beat bad teams so yeah obviously you're gonna look good if you're a playoff caliber team and you beat bad teams but I just like to keep this in mind that the Tom Brady Tampa Bay Buccaneers are only one in six or one in five against playoff teams or teams with winning records this year Uh, their only win came against a very fluky game from Aaron Rodgers up in Lambeau Field uh, against Green uh, the Green Bay Packers so I am also going to take the New Orleans Saints I think they're going to take care of business again their defense like I said last week and we saw Tom Brady struggle just a little bit against Washington. But you get pressure on Tom Brady. Obviously, he's not mobile. He's never been mobile. He's not going to be mobile at the age of 43. Uh, when you, you get pressure on Tom, he's pretty errant with the ball. He'll turn the football over. We saw him throw two-plus interceptions in both games he played against New Orleans uh, on Week 1 and Week 10 this year. So I think we'll have a, a similar repeat. Uh, I have it chalked down as New Orleans for 38 and Tampa Bay for 21. Yeah, I didn't give you a score. I would nope. probably put it in that 31-14 range. 31-14. Yeah. I think I think the margin of victory will be enough. I, I think that the Buccaneers might have a close game to start, but I, I feel like they're going to slip up trying to keep up with the Saints. Yeah, I agree. And we've seen New Orleans. They're a very dominant team. They only had two losses this year, one against the Red Hot Kansas City team when they were still winning football games very well last year. I meant this year. And uh, I think New Orleans just, they have a really high-powered offense, as you said. Alvin Kamara's played really well this year. They have a healthy Michael Thomas right now. We'll see Emmanuel Sanders. Drew Brees looked good last week, so maybe we'll see the old Drew Brees come back. Their offensive line is good. But my big emphasis in this game is going to be how how really, really well their pass rush is and how good their secondary is in this game. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, you know, they have really young safeties in um Chancey Garden-Johnson and um, Marcus Williams, but they're both really, really athletic guys. And and I think we're not going to see a lot of those, you know, overly deep 
throws that everybody seems to, you know, hype Tom Brady up on. If you watch the ball, the ball flutters. I think versus two guys who are both over six feet tall and can range from sideline to sideline, uh, expect him to be knocked down or intercepted. Like you said, he's already thrown two interceptions uh, against uh, the Saints both times he's played. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I don't understand where all the hype is for the Buccaneers. Their their defense is, you know, in my opinion, is something to, you know, like. They they have good pass rush. Their linebackers, we've said it for a while, are really good. Um, you know, they're young in the secondary. They have a good running back. Um, their wide receivers obviously have talent, but I think they just fall short. Yeah, I, I agree. I think New Orleans is a better team, and I think we're going to see that uh, Sunday night. I also think they have a better coach, uh, honestly. You know, not to knock Yeah, I'm not, a huge, I'm not a huge Resilience fan, though. I agree. Yeah, I'm, not, he, I, I'm not buying into the hype. Yeah, he, you know, he, he's, a good, he's a good coach, in my opinion. But Sean Payton, we, we know what he can do. Um, I've always respected him. I, I think he's one of the most creative uh, coaches in the league. Um, and I think he's kind of been the forefront for a lot of these guys who have, um, you know, come up, like, and made a lot of changes. Uh, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a good game. Um, I don't know about the score-wise if it'll be close, but I think uh, it'll be a good game to really show how strong the Saints are or whoever the Buc- you know, however the Buccaneers play. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's it for this episode. Um, you know, we hope that you guys enjoy these games as much as we do. Uh, Nick and I are going to be watching them this week together. So uh, on Monday, we will have lots and lots of stuff to talk about. We can give you how we reacted initially. Um, and I, I think it'll be a really good weekend for football. So everybody stay tuned. Have a nice, healthy weekend. And uh, we'll see you on Monday. Peace.